Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, February the 5th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my for my favorite podcast of the week by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. How are you, Josh? Good. So we're, we're still going with today is your favorite, uh, even after doing it yesterday, too. Yeah, the reason I think I'm going to stick with Saturday as the favorite is because we build that two brains are better than one lineup. So yeah. if you're listening in, stay till the end. We get we jump on FanDuel on that GPP uh, uh, build and we pull a full lineup together, uh, just taking turns picking and strategizing. And then if there are any changes throughout the day, you know, there's never any changes in the NBA. So right. I doubt that would happen, but <laughs> but. It, We'll always update in Discord for our members, and we'll have it. Uh, Tyler will throw it up there on Twitter uh, to make sure that our our other folks also know. So, yeah, I guess I mean Friday. You know, Fridays are big slates. That's my cup of tea. Right. But uh, you know what? Saturday's fun. I don't know something about Saturdays. Maybe it's because we don't have to like work very much, other than just focusing on nothing. But. Uh, mm-hmm you know, DFS, there's no distractions of any kind. So I love it, man. No doubt about it. So yeah, last night was interesting. The late game uh, was really late for Dallas Mm -hmm. because they had that crazy basket delay. How about that nonsense? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was 45 minutes. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I I wasn't sure exactly how long it was because I wasn't watching the game yet at that point. But after that delay, I started watching it. So it was ridiculous. These these bags under my eyes, that's that's the result. So yeah. that's what I did. I made fun of you for squawking about Milwaukee. Then I get the double dip. They're late and they have the basket mm-hmm. delay. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. It comes back to bite you when you tease somebody. That's for sure. Well, all right, we're going to dive into this slate. Uh, it's it's real interesting. It's, it's a good slate. It's only five games, but it's a really good five-game main slate. All three DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo are covering this full main slate. And it's interesting. We have two 7 o'clock games, then one right in the middle, the 8.30 game, which is the Knicks and Lakers, and then two 10 o'clock games. So we're, mm-hmm. we have three distinct uh, possibilities here. For late swap possibilities, having two games at that 10 o'clock spot is definitely helpful. Yeah. All right, Mr. Josh Crash Davis, here we go. Game one. It is a seven o'clock game. It's the Phoenix Suns and Washington Wizards. Phoenix minus eight, a 219 and a half total, 113.75 implied for Phoenix, 105.75 for the Washington Wizards, who are in somewhat of a free fall right now. Mm -hmm. They are not playing the kind of basketball they were hoping to play. And I think they will be movers, by the way, with the trade deadline just a scant five days away. So we are right on it. Mm-hmm. Um, coming into this game, we've got Phoenix at 41 and 10, Washington at 24 and 27. Uh, the only designation for Washington is Bradley Beal. He's out. That's a pretty big designation. Yeah. And then for Phoenix, they have five guys out. Kaminsky, Nader, Payne, Sarch, and Shamit. So their depth is a little bit hit. But uh, they do have all their bigs now. They've got four centers on that roster. So it's an interesting one. Statistically, pace-wise, Phoenix 11, Washington 21. 
And then uh, you've got sort of inverse on the defense. Phoenix is second in the league. I can't believe they have not caught uh, Golden State yet, but I think they're about to. Yeah. And then Washington's all the way down to 21. I mean, that's they're all crying about they have no offensive uh, rotation because they have too many guys now that everybody's back. Somebody needs to tell them, hey, you were ranked seventh defensively. Now you're 21st. Mm. So if you look at the last seven weeks, they're second to last in the whole league defensively. So does that give you interest in Phoenix? Do you think this game stays close? I can't wait to hear your breakdown on this one, Josh. Yeah, I don't I don't really like this game that much, um, which probably isn't that much of a surprise. But it is a five-game slate, so we do have to look at players a little bit more than we normally would on a slate like last night where we had right. nine games. Um, I, I do like Chris Paul. I mean, he's just been playing really well lately. He had – 49, 51, 63, and 64 in his last four games. So um, a little below 10K, you know, so not too bad on the price there for that kind of production. And um, and then Mikel Bridges, man, he's just been playing out of his mind lately. Um, 43 and a half, 49 and a half, and 40 and a half at, at you know, mid-six range yeah. on both sites. So I do like that. You do have to consider Dinwiddie, you know, was Beal out, but you know, the matchup is tough with Chris Paul's defense. Um, you know, so I'm not sure I want to go there, but but Paul and Bridges would be my two main guys for this this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is it's not the greatest game, I think, for a lot of reasons. You know, one being there certainly is blowout potential. I know, you know, people are yelling, you can't, you know, script for a blowout and it's a single mm-hmm. digit you know, uh, spread in Vegas at eight. But you, you know what? Game scripting is all about trying to determine the direction of games are going. And as I mentioned with Washington's defense in the toilet and, you know, yeah. lots of trade talks, all kinds of things going on, players saying they don't want to play with Dinwiddie. I mean, there's just a lot of strife there. And a lot of guys complaining about minutes. And you just, you know, when a team's going in the wrong direction like that, and then you got to face by far, you know, the best, hottest team in the league in mm-hmm. Phoenix. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's not a good situation. Now, mm-hmm. always as a coach, we talked about this the other day. Does Phoenix come in and, and know all of the stuff that we do? Of course they do. So are they come in and think this is a coast game? They're just going to show up and win? You know, that's always a danger. These are all professionals. And, you know, you can ride either uh, side of that fence. But I'll tell you this, Josh, with Phoenix, I think they're a little bit different. This team seems so focused, so mm-hmm. destined to do well. They've improved their depth. They have one of the best coaches in the league. Um, man, I, if I had to, to go to Vegas and play one team right now, it's not this. Again, this is not a hot take. But if I had to play one team to win it all right now, money on the line, it'd be the Suns. They just... They seem to have that consistent <clears throat> approach. Yeah. Even, even when they come out flat, they they tune it up when they have to in the fourth quarter and put teams away, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're definitely motivated after what my Bucks did last year. So Exactly. And a couple of things here with this game. I You know, Chris Paul at 9-8, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he's going to get full run, then, you know, we'll see what happens. This is an island game for both teams, so that definitely helps Phoenix. But, you know, Phoenix to D.C., that's a, a, a big road trip for them. 
Yeah. Uh, but Paul would be my number one consideration. Uh, Booker's been great, but you certainly don't want to play Paul and Booker. I think Booker gets KCP defense, which could mm -hmm. hold him down a little bit. Um, and probably they'll probably try to play Aaron Holiday uh, on uh, on Paul, but I don't think that's going to get it done. Mm -hmm. um, the other side of the coin, you know, Kuzma's been terrific for Washington. He's been one of their uh, shining guys out of all of this. He's seven seven, which is fair. But not only has Mikhail Bridges turned it up offensively, he's such a terrific defender. Uh, and then you have he and Crowder being able to take turns, you know, stifling Kuzma. That yeah. doesn't make for a really good scenario for me. Um, the question I have for you on this, and then I'll finish up my analysis on it. Thomas Bryant, it looks like could get the start here. And that, you know, is he going to get mm -hmm. 25 minutes finally? He's 3-3. Three, three. And I would assume he's going to be pretty popular. We know that he can put points on the board, but I mean, how confident do you feel with Harrell and Gafford sitting on the bench waiting to get some minutes? Yeah, I actually thought he was out um, for this game, but maybe not. Bryant is uh, not out. Got, the only I guy he got that's pretty bad the other night. Like, go ahead. I was saying I thought it looked like he got you know, pretty banged up the other night when he fell. Um, I was watching that game when that happened. Yeah. No, he's, as of now, he's ruled in. We'll keep an eye on that. Okay. But I'll tell you, 3-3, three, three, I'm, he's yeah, in that's consideration. Steal, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's too cheap for a guy like that. Yeah. And he makes so much else work. Granted, it's a center position, which never makes it fun, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's worth the consideration. So, yeah, Paul, if I'm going to pay ups, the guy I want to go to, Bryant, if I want to pay down and get value. And I've been in the Mikhail Bridges, you know, corner since last season. I'm a big fan of his because he's yeah. a good player. And uh, I don't mind uh, playing him in this matchup either because, again, I think that their best defender is going to try to guard Booker. So uh, he's Bridges is 6'5". I mean, he was in the fives forever, no mm -hmm. matter how good he did or – anything but still right. six fives very fair yeah 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 I was right, just the sons have allowed um the fifth fewest fantasy points to center so that would be one concern with brian okay. um you know we talked about it ayton's defense from time to time so that, right that could be right. a tough matchup but at three three i mean it'd be hard to, to pass that up yeah what's he and on Fanduel? do you know pardon me what is he on Fanduel? uh I'll, I could pull that up. Um, no, I could look it up too. You're talking Bridges? Uh, Bryant. Or Bryant. Oh, I'm sure he's super cheap there too. He is He's 4-1. Uh, yeah, not quite. Not a lot different than 3-3. Three, three. When you can get 3-3 three, three on DraftKings, man, that's, that's pretty yeah. darn good. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, and this slate's pretty weak at center too, so. Yeah, unusually, it's usually log jammed, but uh, but not in this instance, that's for sure. All right, uh, let's go to the second seven o'clock game. It's the Miami Heat and the Charlotte Hornets. Miami's favored by three and a half. You have mm -hmm. the second highest total on the board at uh, 226, 114.75 for the Heat and 111.25 for the Charlotte Hornets. This is uh, Charlotte's coming off the second night of a back-to-back -back in a really 
intense game last night. Uh, did you have a chance to catch any of that? Uh, the Charlotte Cleveland game. Yeah, I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't catch too much of it. Oh, it was it was a thriller down the stretch, back and forth and back and forth. Both teams scoring buckets, and then Love got fouled like almost at the buzzer, and uh, made both of them uh, to yeah. win by one. So it was a great game, uh, but I'm sure they used a lot of energy, and now they have to face uh, the Miami Heat. So you you know, here's what you get for. Losing that game by one last night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is a terrible matchup. You don't want to face a physical team like Miami after a game like that, for sure. No. So, uh, and that's why I really like Bam Adebayo in this matchup. He's 8,700 on FanDuel, 8,900 on DraftKings. Yeah. Charlotte's allowed the fourth most fantasy points to power forwards and centers. So regardless of what position you consider him, you know, it's going to be a great matchup for him. And Jared Allen just absolutely killed them last night. He had 60 and a half DraftKings points. So... He was definitely yeah, yeah, he was unreal. Um, and we had just talked about how he had had like less than 40 in, in 10 straight games or whatever. Yeah, but, so. yeah that's yeah, that they whole got the tape. It was all because of you. He was, yeah. uh, yeah. want to show you announcers, up, announcers jinx or whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then you know, Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's 9,400 on FanDuel, 9,500 on DraftKings. He's questionable, so you'll have to see if he plays. But if he does, um, another favorable matchup. He had 56 DraftKings points last time they played on October 29th. And Charlotte's allowed the seventh most fantasy points to small forwards. Um, Tyler Hero is another possible play for me. He's 6,200 on both sites. He scored 42 and a half um, against Charlotte on October 29th, and they've allowed the fifth most fantasy points to shooting guards. So, and then on the Charlotte side, um, Gordon Hayward had a nice game against Miami last time. He's really the only one that did. He's only 5,600 on FanDuel, 5,900 on DraftKings. Have to see what his minutes look like on the second night of a back-to-back, but he's a possible play for me on the Charlotte side. And that's about it for me. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe some of this info could also uh, sway on some of these. The, The Heat are coming in 33 and 20. Charlotte 28 and 25. Jimmy Butler's been upgraded now to probable. So okay. we're going to count him in. The guy that might not play, he almost missed yesterday, but he played is PJ Tucker. I think he's the one that gets the night off. So okay. I'm I'm doing my projections with PJ Tucker out, although he's only questionable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have Max Struess as questionable and Caleb Martin. So that could really thin them mm-hmm. out with depth. Yeah. Uh, guys that are out are Silva, Morris, Akpala, and Oladipo. The only guy out for Charlotte is Jalen McDaniels. So, you know, there's a couple of things there that, that make the Heat a little more palatable. And then you've got these scenarios. This is, this is what really impacts it. The Heat have now become the slowest team in the league. They're dead last. They're 30th. Charlotte is the second fastest. So mm. you can't get more of a pace down game for Charlotte. They right. almost can't get more of a pace up game for the Heat. <laughs> so that made me interested in some heat. And then you look at the defense, Miami 8th and Charlotte 24th. You compile that with Charlotte coming off a heartbreaker uh, at the buzzer last night and Miami yeah. being on an island game. Man, Miami is only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't normally talk about lines. I think mm-hmm. Miami comes in here and wins this game by double digits. I just really mm-hmm. do. Uh, yeah. But 
But how is that going to affect it for me? You know, Lowry's back now, 7K. He didn't play full minutes. He had been out for personal reasons for two weeks, basically. Mm -hmm. So he's getting back into the flow. Not enough for me to play him yet. Duncan Robinson's not a bad uh, play. Yeah. If, you if you really need a value piece at 3-7, I know he's scoring dependent, mm -hmm. but he makes a lot of threes. There's no question about it. Yeah. And then under this scenario with, with you know, certain depth possibly out if Tucker and Martin and Struess are out, uh, that really elevates Jimmy Butler at 9-5. Mm -hmm. uh, he could be a great pay-up option here where we don't have as many pay-up options, uh, right. especially when you, you don't play any of those lousy Milwaukee Bucks. Just kidding. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but Butler at 9-5, definitely in play. And I, I agree with you. Uh, Bam Adebayo at 8-9, you know, he seems to really finally be in tune. I mean, he missed a bunch of time mm -hmm. with that surgery on his thumb, I believe it was, and the COVID protocol mm -hmm. thing. But he's in a groove. So I could see myself definitely walking away with either Butler or Adebayo here. I don't know yeah. if I'd go both because, again, in my game strip, uh, script. I think that Miami hands uh, hands mm -hmm. it to the Hornets a little bit uh, yeah. for all the reasons I stated against playing Charlotte players. I, I really just don't want to go there. Uh, Hayward had his first game back the last game, so he's not totally a hundred percent. All that mm -hmm. does is mess up like wanting to play Ubre or Washington or Cody Martin if he's in because it just takes minutes from everybody. Rogier's over 7K now. Lamelo's over 9K. Bridges at 7-8 does give me a little, you know, uh, interest if PJ Tucker sits because that's who would guard him. So I'll keep an eye on Bridges. He's been over eight for a while, uh, but but that's really it for me. Yeah, and Lamelo didn't <laughs> he didn't do anything to prove why he should have been an All Star last night. That was frustrating. That was frustrating. I you know. I made a few pivots. I, I thought I was a genius, you know, focusing more on Irving than Ball, and Irving mm. was about as good as. Uh, yeah, they about did the same bad it performance. Was, yeah, it was not pretty. All right, let's go with this solo in between game. I guess everybody really will watch this one. It's an eight thirty p.m. Mm. Eastern game between the sandwich of two seven o'clock and two ten o'clock games. It's the New York Knicks at the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers are favored by two, uh, 106.25 and applied for 108.25 for the Lakers for a total of 214 and a half. So not a good total. Uh, you know, two teams embroiled in a lot of uh, trade talks. And this is something I wanted to bring up too, Josh, is starting today, really, today through Thursday, Thursday's the, the trade deadline, um, there's going to be a lot of action going on with trades and a yeah. lot of talks. You're going to see guys <clears throat> sitting. Uh, so something we'll be keeping a very close eye on. Mm -hmm. We'll be updating in Discord. But, you know, you're going to get those healthy scratches uh, if somebody's, you know, on the hook here for a trade. So these are two teams that I mention it now because they're going to be two of the teams you really have to keep an eye on. Right, uh, right now, as far as, uh, the game set, Knicks are 24 and 28, Lakers 25 and 28. So two very mm -hmm. disappointed teams here. Only guy for the Knicks right now that's out is Derek Rose. 
We have LeBron James as doubtful. So I don't I don't believe he plays no, I don't, yeah. maybe all the way until the All-Star break. I don't know. Uh, and then the, the other guys that are out, Carmelo Anthony, you saw him uh, tweak that hamstring at mm-hmm. the end of that game. That looked like a scary injury, but I guess he's going to be back in a couple of days. Kendrick Nunn still remains uh, out. Statistically speaking, uh, we've got uh, the Knicks 28th in pace. We know how they play slow. Lakers are sixth, so definite pace up for the Knicks. Uh, defensively, Knicks are ninth, and the Lakers are 14th. So mm. pretty pretty decent defense. That's probably why we have such a low 214 and a half number, and probably no LeBron, etc. So, yeah, this game is a little bit uh shaky here not my favorite game they are both on an island though so yeah. what do you think yeah on a five game slate i'll at least consider some of these guys um you know on a bigger slate i probably would just pass on this game for the most part but um yeah i saw the knicks they actually already released their lineup uh, like wow 30 this morning so <laughs> um but uh evan evan fournier um he had 36 last time he played against lakers on november 23rd they have allowed the seventh most fantasy points to shooting guards the Lakers have. Um, he's 5,300 on FanDuel, 5,600 on DraftKings, so, so not too bad of a price there. Um, Julius Randle has had some success against the Lakers. I know he hasn't been playing that great lately. Uh, he had 49.5 when they played on November 23rd. The Lakers have allowed a little above uh, or a little below average, I should say, 12th most fantasy points to power forwards. Um, and, and Anthony Davis did play in that game. Uh, but LeBron did not. So it's going to be kind of similar to what we're going to see tonight. Um, Kimball Walker is 4,300 on FanDuel, 4,200 on DraftKings. It's a decent price. He is starting. I saw that. Um, my concern here is that even though the Lakers have allowed the second most fantasy points to point guards, they have this weird timeshare. I was looking at their minutes between quickly Burks and Walker. So yeah. I really don't know. Are you going to roster any of those guys? Absolutely not. I don't like when two guys share minutes, let alone yeah, three. three. They, they yeah. can't even touch my lineup. Yeah. And then um, Anthony Davis at, at 10-5 on FanDuel, 10-1 on DraftKings, probably not going to go there. He had 32.5 only on November 23rd, and they've allowed – the Knicks have allowed the fewest fantasy points to centers and the 13th fewest to power forwards. So they're, they're pretty good in the paint defensively. I, I do like Malik Monk a little bit here at 6,600 on FanDuel, 6,000 on DraftKings. Uh, the Knicks have allowed the 10th most fantasy points to shooting guards. He had um, 41.8 last time against the Clippers and he played. And then uh, two games before that against the Hawks, he had 57 and a half. So he has been putting up some good numbers lately with LeBron out, obviously. So I do like Malik Monk here. And that's probably my only play in this matchup. Yeah, I'll just start right there. I think Monk will be one of the higher-owned players on the slate because he's only 6K on DraftKings, yeah. cheap on Fandle too. But if you watch that last game, I mean, he took, he took over the game. It was, I mean, they went to AD, of course, and he was really good. But other than that, it was all Monk. I mean, mm-hmm. he was making all the shots. Now, you know, is there going to be a little regression from that last game where he was on fire? I would assume, but it doesn't reflect in – his price being 6K. I mean, yeah. the way he's played, he should be like 7-2, 7-3, you think? Yeah, I would agree. I'd agree. Yeah. So, I mean, you almost take the sweet free square there with, mm-hmm. with Monk. Uh, I'm with you, though. I mean, Davis has somewhat the last two slates, you know, with, with the profit, 
uh, for me here and for our members at Coach Talk. Davis was a huge part of that yeah. uh, on both slates, but they're playing this this super slow Knicks team, mm-hmm. and it just you know they do have some interior uh, muscle there and shot blockers. So 10-1, you know that, and then then even higher on DraftKings yeah. or FanDuel is just a little bit too high of a price. I think. I think I'm going to use my pay up somewhere else. Uh, you know, I don't know. The other question I have for you is why is Russell Westbrook still almost 10 K? I have no idea. I mean, I, I know I say that and he's going to have like a 30 point triple double, but I mean, are they, is the algorithm, does it, it must not just take this year into consideration. Mm-hmm. It must still factor in previous years because he's playing like a seven K player. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. He's he should be about mid sevens, maybe at the most. I mean, right I, I could see at eight K, but no mm-hmm. higher than that. I mean, at nine seven for the the percentages he's shooting and the turnovers, I just don't get it. Now, yeah. again, for a contrarian play, if you're if you're a mass entry guy, we we hand build stuff. And if you mm-hmm. put him in in a hand built lineup for cash at nine seven on DraftKings. I think you're taking a risk unless you really think he's going to have a breakout game. I will say I don't like the Knicks backcourt defense at all and Walker mm-hmm. and Fournier, yeah. but it gets a little better with quickly and Burks and some of those guys in there. So anyway, uh, not to pounce on Westbrook because, you know, if you can spot start him where he does have one of those games and you're going to mm-hmm. be pretty, but I don't have the guts. So yeah, it's basically going to be monking down the road for me on this game uh, with the Lakers. Uh, Julius Randle seems to have some of his best games against the Lakers. It's always a revenge game. That's where he was drafted. That's where he thought he'd play his whole career. He broke his leg that rookie season when he looked so good. And just that's always, I think, stayed with him. And mm-hmm. he does ratchet it up. And 8-7 is a big price. But, you know, I'm considering it. Just because the Lakers pace up to the sixth best pace for the Knicks, you know, more possessions for, for them, you know, the, the recency of his performances against the Lakers. Um, you know, if they're going to guard him with Stanley Johnson, <laughs> I get it. Stanley's a good defender, but he's small. Yeah. You know, Randall should eat him, eat him up if, if mm-hmm. he gets all uh, in the paint. So we'll see. I'm considering Julius. I haven't played him in a long time. He's also been uh, embroiled in some uh, trade talks, so yeah. it's uh, it's a tough call. But I think he could make a difference if you know if he really goes off. Yeah, yeah. This game's in LA, right? It is in yeah. LA. Yeah, I like Randall there. Yep. All right, the two ten o'clock games. Real quickly before we get to those, we'd love to have you join us. Go to dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, fantastic community. We've had a bunch of new members lately jumping in. Uh, they're really enjoying it. We've been very consistent uh, in doing well in, in NBA and PGA, also NFL that's going on. And hopefully if they get baseball uh, straightened out, we'll have that coming up soon. But whenever you join any of our memberships, you get everything we've got. Our Discord with all of our lineups, we provide for all sports, a, a DraftKings uh, clipboard which has five highlighted players it's different amounts of players for each sport but five for basketball and then a bunch of other players that you can use to finish building your lineup so we we do provide you that those nuts and bolts for those DraftKings lineups every day 
We also provide full lineups, both for cash slash hybrid. Our hybrid is our single entry GPPs. We give a full lineup on FanDuel and Yahoo, and also a full lineup for your GPP, uh, the ent- where there's multiple entry uh, events. If you want to try to take something down, we also give you that GPP in both FanDuel and Yahoo. So we'd love to have you join us. Check us out. You can dip your toe in the water for as little as 10 bucks for three days. Uh, great Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You get all our action. Real good slates in the NBA uh, tomorrow and Monday as well. And then uh, we have golf, uh, the weekend golf going on uh, today and tomorrow. So it should be great. So give us a try. We'd love to have you. Also, if you're watching on YouTube right now, quick thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a little comment that really helps us move up the algorithm uh, on YouTube. And while you're at it, hit that little bell in the upper corner. That will give you an alert every time one of our podcast posts. If you're listening audio-wise on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever our podcasts land, uh, join in on a contest that we have that's drawn at the end of each month. If you give us a top rating, five stars, whatever the rating is, uh, for where you're you're listening to that podcast, and then a quick comment. We pull all of those, and we have a free one-week all-access membership uh, drawn at the end of each month. So dive into that as well. Also, Crash, I wanted to mention, uh, this afternoon I'll be doing a live stream to go over these five games again. So I should be pretty sharp by the end of the day on these five games. But that live stream is going to go uh, on at 3 p.m. Eastern. Our buddy Gundacker and I are still uh, doing some collaboration back and forth between our two uh, channels. So check us out. We'll be posting that on Twitter if you uh, if you want the link and also in our Discord. All right, my man, uh, 10 o'clock games. The first one is some team by the name of the Milwaukee Bucks at the Portland Trailblazers. Milwaukee, the biggest favorite on the board at nine and a half. So they're not double-digit favorites, but almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there are the winners, which, I mean, you're probably going to have like six bucks in your lineup at this point because the Bucks are the highest total on the board on top of it. So let me think. You've got Holiday, Allen, Middleton, Giannis, Portis, and uh, Connington. What do you think? No, I'm going to give you a hard time. 119 implied for your bucks, though, so I will mm-hmm. be comfortable with a few bucks on our two brains lineup. 109 and a half for Portland for that big 228 and a half total. Coming into the game, the Milwaukee Bucks now 11 games over 532 and 21. Portland limps in at 21 and 32 at basically waving the flag, trading away their guys. Mm-hmm. It, it is rebuild time in portland injuries greg monroe for milwaukee signed a second 10-day contract he is probable uh george hill and brooke lopez are out for portland larry nance again on that questionable tag he was questionable the last game and sat him i wouldn't count on him even if he is in play extended minutes he's been out quite some time bledsoe johnson and Winslow, who they just acquired, also all questionable. Lillard and Zeller are out. So two teams certainly going in the opposite directions, certainly by far the biggest chance of a blowout. Then you mix in the fact that Milwaukee's on the first night of a back-to-back, so 
you would think Coach Bud, if they smash him, isn't going to want to overextend his starters. That doesn't help. And then Portland's on the second night of a back-to-back after losing those all those uh, players, well, Covington and uh, uh, who was it? Powell. Uh, Powell, Moody. yeah. So, uh, they're on the second night of a back-to-back, and you know they're just figuring out a new rotation. This is a tough one, man. Milwaukee 7th in pace and Portland 15th, so mm-hmm. that is bad. Uh, but Milwaukee is 11th in defense, which is pretty solid. Portland, no, 28th and sinking fast because mm-hmm. Powell and Covington are decent yeah. defenders. So they're probably going to end up the worst defensive team in the league. So I, lo- I can't wait to hear you unwrap this one. I need your help on this one because, you know, th- with the highest total here, is this game could kill you if you fade mm-hmm. a bunch of bucks or if the scenarios that I'm fearful of happen, it could kill you to have them. So what are you yeah. going to do? This is this, everybody hit the record button. This is the most important piece of info on this podcast today. No well, pressure. <laughs> first of all, um, you had said something about the bucks. They actually haven't played since Tuesday. So they've been off. Um, for four days. I oh, they didn't play yesterday? Back to back. Yeah, they haven't played since. Oh, no, I know that, but they, they play tomorrow. Oh, okay. First That's night. That's what I said. They're gotcha, the first gotcha. night of a back to back. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That right. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. I misunderstood. Um, okay. So, anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. The uh, Bucks, you know, if they don't come in rusty, then this game could be over pretty quick. Um, with, like you said, the Blazers are just kind of selling everyone getting rid of you know almost rebuilding their retooling at least their team um so you know i i think that this game could get out of hand pretty quick um at the same time you know a guy like Giannis, he's capable of putting up 60 fantasy points in three quarters um but you know he is he is 11-4 on FanDuel and 12-1 on DraftKings so that's a that's you know the most expensive play on the board obviously and, you know, that's something you really have to consider is if you want to pay that much for him. But he had 72 and a half last time they played against Portland. Now, that wasn't um, that was all the way back in April of last year. So he hasn't played him yet this season, wow. um, but he's definitely capable of smashing the slate. Um, and then Middleton is 8,200 on FanDuel, 7,900 on DraftKings. I like him a little bit. The Blazers have allowed the third most fantasy points to small forwards. He had 45 and a half last time they played, you know, against Portland. Um, and then I like some of the value here for Portland. I like CJ Ellaby uh, at 3,000 on DraftKings and Tony Snell also at 3,000. They both started last night. Oh, they that, both hurt. Hurt. that hurts my <laughs> stomach, Tony Snell. <laughs> well, and Tony Snell, he actually, you know, he was with Milwaukee for a little while. So it could be a little bit of a revenge narrative for him. Yeah. Um, and then Anthony Simons, I think that CJ McCollum is going to see Drew Holiday defense. So I do like Anthony Simons here. And that's it for me. You do or do not like Simons? I do because I think CJ McCollum is going to be on. Holiday is going to be on CJ McCollum. Yeah. I agree. Right. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think that's the most in question, uh, important question on this slate is, do you play Giannis and hope you get enough run out of him? And, mm-hmm. I mean, even more – even I will say this. Even better than the Joker or Luke or anybody, as far as getting your DFS points in three quarters, nobody does it like Giannis does. So yeah. you, you can feel like, you know, even if he does get three quarters, he's got the best shot to still make his number. But, you know, committing that much salary 
definitely is a little bit scary. And mm -hmm. your buddy Tony Snell's probably going to be the one that guards him out of the gate, which mm. that's <laughs> not pretty. No. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually leaning towards Giannis. I know it's against what I usually build off of, which mm -hmm. is stay away from the blowout games. You're going to, you know, where you lose minutes. There's, you know, I just, I don't know if I can get away from them. I mean, mm. I do think the Bucks just hammer Portland, but I'm not looking. I I know going in that I'm going to be you know upset in the fourth quarter a little bit, but it's it comes with the risk, yeah. and it's just how they're going to defend him. I have no idea. Now there is one one thing I want to say here though: if Nance plays, which he's questionable, that helps a little bit because mm -hmm. I think I would I would feel a little more comfortable with Nance checking him than Snell. Snell's a good defender. He's long, but he's more of a wing defender. He's thin. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Nance has some bulk to him and some strength. He can at least body him up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want, really want to go there, and I'm on the fence. But, if again, if I had to turn my roster in here in five minutes, I'd probably have Giannis on there. Mm -hmm. uh, if I don't go that way, you know, who's, who else is going to lead to, you know, the blowout? You've got the potential for Holiday to have an up game at 7-5. Uh, Portland's backcourt D is not good. Yeah. Middleton at 7-9, you know, he's been steady. They're going to have a tough time matching up against him. And Portis at 6-1, his price now is down to where it should have been. It mm -hmm. had blown way up there in the upper sevens. So, I mean, you know, if you go with Giannis, that's all cool. If you want to go with a guy, a secondary guy, not, not really secondary, but secondary to Giannis, you know, you can go to Holiday, Middleton, or Portis and feel pretty good about it. But one thing I'm not going to do, Josh, is I'm not going to stack this game yeah. just in case, uh, you know, you get any kind of blowout here. And again, mm -hmm. yes, they haven't played in four days or whatever, and they're very rested. But that makes it even more concerning that they play again tomorrow when, you know, you, you come back, you just don't want to have four days off and then play a guy 80 minutes in two yeah. games. So. I think that that has to come into some consideration here. So we'll see. I don't like any of the bench guys for the Bucks. For Portland, I agree with you. Simons is my target. 6-6 six, six is cheap. I think he gets probably Grayson Allen defense. But DiVincenzo, when he comes in, can defend. But I'm hoping DiVincenzo comes in in the rotation when Holiday goes out because then DiVincenzo would guard McCollum. So I'm fading McCollum in this game at 8-2 with a uh, holiday defense double team defense plus McCullum is also one of the guys hot and heavy in the trade talks i think right. he, i think they're going to move him so uh you wonder how that's playing on his psyche he's been in portland a long time mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see how that rolls out um snell I, if i ever play tony snell that's when i'm going to take like a week off that then i know that i've hit my head or something <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm jinxing the hell out of Snell's going to have his career game. I know he can make a few threes. I know all that stuff. But it's Tony stinking Snell. I can't do it. Now, I will would go with C.J. Ellaby. I like him. I mm -hmm. think he he's a good playmaker. He's still only 3K. Yeah. He's probably going to be in most of my lineups. I, I really do like him. Uh, he was questionable yesterday and played. So not he's not on the list today. I think he's good. I think he's one of the guys that is really going to get a lot of these minutes with the new positions open. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, he could really make it work uh, at a 3K number. But, yeah, buyer beware on Snell. I'm just telling you, I've seen Snell multiple times play 25 minutes and have zero uh, DFS points. So <laughs> he is classic yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. All right, man. The last game, other 10 o'clocker, Oklahoma City Thunder, Sacramento King, Sacramento by six and a half. 216 scant over under here for a Sacramento game. Uh, 105 implied for the Thunder, 111.5 for Sacramento. I think that's the lowest line I've seen in a Sacramento game in a long time, 216 and a half. We've got the Thunder at 17 and 34, Sacramento at 19 and 35. Uh, Sacramento definitely in a lot of trade talks going on right now. For the nine millionth game in a row, De'Aaron Fox is questionable. And Marvin Bagley, also questionable. Hmm. Uh, Terrence Davis out with surgery. Uh, we know that one. For the Thunder, uh, Isaiah Roby is probable, which my Dicate that we talked about yesterday ended mm -hmm. up having a nice game last night. Yeah. No one else in the industry, I think, was even mentioning his name. But having Roby back, excuse me, uh, doesn't help things a lot, but I still like him. Um, and then you've got Shea. Uh, Krejcik, Robinson, Earl, and Wiggins all out. Uh, so, you know, you've got some some playable guys with that Thunder bench a little bit skinnier than it used to be. But it is the second night of a back-to-back -back for the Thunder. That doesn't help, and they've had to travel to Sacramento. Sacramento is on an island game. Oklahoma's 14th in pace, Sacramento 10th, so not bad at all. And Oklahoma City, believe it or not, is up to 12th defensively. So mm. you're seeing Vegas react to the fact that, that the Thunder are playing a little bit slower, still mid-middle of the pack, and their defense is getting better. Their games are trending down in total score. Uh, so, and then you've got Sacramento, though, at 29th in defense, so second to worst in the league. Thunder not usually one to jump on that and score a ton of points, especially with SGA out. So... I know that this game isn't very popular. A lot of people aren't going to be playing it, but I sort of like it. You think yeah. I'm crazy? Yeah, I actually do too. That's funny. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll start out with Tyrese Halliburton, especially if Fox is out. He's 7,600 on FanDuel, 8,400 on DraftKings. He had 50 and a half uh, DraftKings points last time they played Oklahoma City, and they've oh. allowed the second most fantasy points to uh, shooting guards. So very favorable matchup here. Um, Lou Dort's also in play for me at 6,800 on FanDuel, 6,400 on DraftKings. Sacramento's allowed the 10th most uh, fantasy points to small forward, so it's another favorable matchup. Um, Josh Giddy is uh, 6,500 on FanDuel, but he's 7,600 on DraftKings, so I don't really yeah. want to play that much. Crazy. Uh, but Sacramento's allowed the most fantasy points to shooting guards, so I, I do like Giddy here. Um, and then some of these value bigs, you've got Damian Jones at 3,600 on DraftKings and then your guy Diakite at 3,000. Um, he got a start last night. He had 29.3 in 30 minutes. So yeah. that's a very, very promising um, sign there for him. So so I like quite a few guys on this game. And like you said, they're probably very long. Well, that that is interesting. I did not think we'd both land on this game as as a game that we both liked. Very odd, but it makes sense. I mean, I'm with you. I think there's just some really good priced guys here that can change things around. I mean, 
For example, I'm considering going with Ellaby and back to Diacate, and those are two or three K-min guys on a five five game slate. So you could really, you know, then the Giannis's of the world don't stress you out too much. You can right. really make it work. So I love the flexibility here. I mean, you can truly go stars and scrubs like multi stars with scrubs, mm-hmm. or you can build really really good lineup, uh, you know, mid level and up. So there's so many different lineups for only a five-game slate. Usually on a five-game slate, everybody's got this, half the same roster, and it's just a matter of who the you know three or four pivotal guys yeah. are. But not in this one. I can see people going all over the place uh, in this game. But uh, I am going to do a little bit more research, just make sure that they'll go right uh, right back to Diakade and make sure he's going to get those minutes again on back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. He does get Rashawn home de- defense, but – He's another guy rumored to trade, hasn't been playing that well or that much. Bagley might not play. He has a tendency to sit when he's questionable. So you're probably going to get, you know, Metu and Jones in there uh, as well. So there's lots of possible value here. There'll be some news. And the nice thing is with all these cheap guys in that game, you're going to be able to swap. And same thing with, with Portland. I mean, if you roster some of these guys, God forbid you have Snell in there, uh, you know, we're going to make you take your – coach talk uh tag off of you <laughs> but no if, if any of those guys you know there's so many cheap guys in this last two games you can wait till you get all of the news later and do feel comfortable that you can swap to somebody you like mm-hmm. but uh i think giddy's too cheap on fanduel at 6k or six six five i mean yeah yeah i mean he's a thousand one more on DraftKings, so he's well in play for me on fanduel guy that i'm really enjoying lately is trey mann He's mm. taking advantage of this big minutes uh, that he's been getting. He's only 4-1, and he can play. Uh, mm. He's not a bad uh, play. Certainly a nice GPP shot. Dort at 6-4, playable. Um, and, you know, after that, I mean, so that's really, you know, four of the five guys that I think are in play for the Thunder right. that are starting. Um, and then on the Sa- Sacramento side, Davion Mitchell went crazy the last time. He looked fantastic. He could not miss a shot. Uh, I don't think he's generally going to have that explosive of an offensive game. Mm-hmm. But with his defense and minutes and only 5-3, if Fox is out, Mitchell's in. going to be in for me. Uh, Halliburton, I agree with you, at 8-4. Uh, they don't really, you know. Th- oh, here's my question, though. I think Lou Dort guards Halliburton. Now, you mentioned Halliburton smacked them last time, though, correct? Yeah. 50 and, and a half. Exactly. So how much weight do you put in that? I don't know, but it does give me a slight pause because Dort's been in a, a zone lately all the way around and playing tough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if Fox is out, Halliburton just is such a strong play. Every night he seems to get there. So, yeah, we will see. And then, you know, it's just all news related as far as the bigs with mm-hmm. uh Sacramento. I would not recommend Holmes. He is just way out of his. I don't know what's happened to him. Maybe they just he just wants to get traded. But mm. uh, I'd wait for that news because if Metu happens to be in the starting lineup for Bagley, he's a good points per minute guy for four K. Yeah. So I I just the thing that I find most amazing about this whole slate, Josh, is the value. We have right. value everywhere. And that doesn't normally happen on on a slate of this size. Mm -hmm. All right, my man. 
We gonna hit this two brains lineup or what? Let's do it. Two brains are better than one. GPP Fandle, so you're not gonna get a bunch of chalk plays. You're gonna get guys that that we think you can take something big down. And I'm gonna start it out with Anthony Simon, 6,500 point guard. And I will go with the guy we just talked about, Diukite, power forward. Yeah, I love that. To be able to play power forward is a big plus, and he's cheap. So I'll take the other power forward to balance him out and not allow you to draft all bucks. I'll go ahead and take Giannis. Okay. All right. Let's see. Put you right under the gun. <laughs> Is it that much pressure? Well, I was looking at Thomas Bryant. And it says 22 minutes, but that's at 4-1, so I don't know if I want to go there anyway. It, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see close to 30, mm -hmm. 20, at least 28 to somewhere in that 28 range to feel really comfortable, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go with Damian Jones at center. Damian Jones? Tell me your, your thinking there. Um, well, I was trying to save a little bit and, um, 5,500 and I don't, he's not going to start. Probably going to be Holmes, Matt too. And then I would say he's the third big, not trying to talk you off. I'm oh, just wait, 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 hold on. I, I just thought about somebody I forgot. Um, yeah. Bam out that's a slight bit better, in my opinion. And you know Damien's going to have a 50-burger. There's no doubt. Right. I mean, that's just mark it down right now. Damien Jones, yeah. 54. Um, but that's okay. I'm not afraid to, to talk it through. I didn't recommend changing. I just brought out some facts that I thought you'd be interested in. That's mm -hmm. all. Now, that, that doesn't leave us room for Randall if you wanted to play him. Yeah, I thought about Randall, but that's but okay. But we could move Giannis to, since FanDuel somehow thinks that Giannis is a small forward. Uh, yeah, I, I don't forward. understand that thinking at all. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you completely in a tight spot here. I'm gonna take Chris Paul. Ooh, okay. So now we're in a little bit of trouble because we only have five K left for four positions, but that's okay. It eliminates mm -hmm. Randall, but I'm okay with that. All right, I'll give us some savings here and go down to uh, CJ, wherever he is, Ellaby. Yep. Um, that was going to be my next pick, so we're on the field. same page there. Yeah, he's only 38. Mm -hmm. That's small. Um, that'll. Can I take Malik Monk? Yeah. All right, let's go there. 66. That gives us 4,800 each. We can make that work. Shooting guard and a small forward. Looking at a couple of those deals that we were not, talking about. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna go to Tony Snow. 
Oh my God, I, I'll <laughs> fall off my seat. I'll take Kendrick Williams. Kenrich Williams? Yeah. He's another guy that I don't believe will start, but that's okay. If you feel good. If you like these bench players, I know you're a bench player yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, golly. This looks pretty ugly for shooting guard in that pocket. Um what's what's true? I put I put Simons at shooting guard. And oh, you, you got point guard. Yeah. See how that looks. If I have any point guards left. Um Lowry looks a little cheap at fifty-eight. I no, I'm fine with Davion Mitchell. Okay. I mean, I I want I I'm not sure Fox plays. Even if he does, Davion's gonna play. Mm-hmm. So I'm completely cool with that. So we moved. Who do we move to shooting guard? Um, Simons. Okay, so Simons goes there, and then I do like Davion anyway, and I don't think he'll be as owned because his price has gone up. I think people are going to be a little bit afraid of him. I know Lowry seems like a better pick, but I just don't believe that that's the case. Okay. All right. So our our two brains are better than one lineup. Davion Mitchell, Chris Paul, Anthony Simons, Malik Monk, C.J. Ellaby, Kenrich Williams, Mamadi Dikate, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Bam Adebayo. So if I read you that exact lineup a week ago, would you have said I was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or what? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot of stars and scrubs for sure. But yeah. uh, it, it's definitely, you know, in my mind, some kind of build like that that's going to be pretty pretty strong, I think. So, well, I mean, if you want to be, you know, uh, different than, than all the lineups and not be duping like crazy and you want to take down a GPP, this is the kind of lineup you got to build. Yeah, and, I mean, it's that simple. So I will not play this lineup in my cash games, but mm -hmm. I do really like it for GPPs. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, man, that is the story. Uh, thank you for joining me for this this Saturday, for sure. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'll be back on for the live stream at 3 Eastern uh, to go over this slate a little bit more with Gundacker. We'll be posting any changes, everything in our Discord throughout the day and up until lock. Uh, again, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, jump in at dfscoachtalk.com. Any final words, bud? No, let's uh, let's crush it. Let's crush it this slate. I think it's a really good slate, and I think we've got an edge uh, with some of these lower-owned plays we're, we're putting out here. Excellent. And for those that are going to tune in tomorrow, I'll be putting the uh, podcast out earlier in the morning because it's going to be a split slate Sunday. Uh, there is going to be a day slate and then an evening slate. Now that there's no football to go head-to-head -head with, NBA is playing some more day games on Sunday. So uh, definitely look forward to that uh, for tomorrow. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining and listening. Hit that subscribe button, thumbs out on your way out, or thumbs up on your way out, um, or thumbs out, whatever you want to do. You know, it, it works both ways. Uh, but thank you so much for spending this time uh, on your Saturday with us, and uh, we really appreciate you. So enjoy your weekend, and let's get out there and crush it in NBA DFS.